Steve Cooper and this is another video uh, in support of police promotion candidates going for promotion to sergeant inspector and chief inspector in UK forces predominantly and this video is about some of the free information that you can find and I often get asked uh, I get asked lots of times Steve how can you give away so much free information and so much free support from time to time and I generally respond to that by saying well look as I've alluded to previously a lot of this information is free uh, it's right under your nose and sometimes even though it's right under your nose unless someone absolutely points a finger to it you're unlikely to pick it up and read it and one of those documents just one of them that you can read that's very very helpful and I alluded to one in a previous video which was about ethical leadership and this one is the Peel assessment so if you've never heard of the Peel assessment it's an inspection that's done by Her Majesty's Inspector of um, Constabulary and Fire and Rescue Services and it looks at, uh, PEEL stands for uh, Police Effectiveness, Efficiency and Legitimacy Programme and they come into forces and they inspect forces generally under each of those headings and the effectiveness of a force is assessed in relation to how it carries out its responsibilities including cutting crime and protecting the vulnerable and tackling ASP antisocial behaviour and dealing with emergencies and other calls. So that's effectiveness and then you've got the efficiency which is assessed in relation to how the force provides value for money and the legitimacy is assessed in relation to whether the force operates fairly, ethically and within the law and the views of the communities in that particular force area in the demographics and their views around how fairly the force and how legitimately the force is perceived. So police effectiveness, efficiency and legitimacy. And it's published on the website and you'll see the link uh, directly below uh, this video hopefully. And each force is assessed. Uh, they used to assess every force every year under every one of those pillars or columns. But this year and in recent years for obvious reasons, COVID, uh, the pandemic uh, requirements. First and foremost, you're looking at a little bit in arrears with the inspection report. So take some of it with a pinch of salt because forces will already have started work to improve in those areas or to tackle those areas or address those issues that are identified by HMIC. But essentially, uh, now if a force is good or outstanding in a particular area, they may carry over that, that grading. Um, in a uh, future report or in a current report in this year. Now it's a very good document for you to have a look at. It's one of the documents that I provide to people so when you see on uh, Masterclass Feedback on my site for instance, Steve prepared some individual information for me an individual level and force level for me. The Peel Report will be one of those things that I would always include and encourage a promotion candidate to look at and I'm always surprised at how many people A are unaware of it uh, and B uh, don't use it to uh, get as match fit as they can for a promotion process. There's some absolute gold in it, absolute really really good gold for you as a promotion candidate and I'll go through some of the reasons in that now. Um, there are other reports that the um, HMIC do uh, under the Peel structure and they do a very good, uh, they have done a very good um, generic kind of leadership within policing approach. So just look at the Peel Leadership, search that on Google and you'll be able to download that and have a look at that and get stuck into that. Um, <clears throat> generally when they provide their reports, uh, they will 
use very diplomatic language, very diplomatic. The force are very good at this. However, we would like to see them do this. Uh, the force have put into place measures to address our last feedback, but, and as a promotion candidate, you can read through these reports and they are absolutely great briefs for you for free. And some of them are quite comprehensive. However, it's just one brief, it's one document, it's one aspect to get match fit for promotion, but it's very, very valuable. So if you haven't um, woken up to this, if you don't know about it and you haven't seen one, uh, you can get stuck into downloading this. Uh, the short version of appeal report is, um, is four, five, six pages, that's it. But boy, is there a lot of value in it. And uh, as I say, I'm really, really surprised from time to time that people uh, haven't included it as part of their um, assessment for promotion. One of the other things I would say is you're able to look back and to look at the present and to look at the future. So you'll understand from some of the other videos you may have seen uh, and the podcasts that I do uh, that I often encourage candidates to take a time travel approach to um, promotion preparation. And that's because it's very useful. It's very good to step back and take a strategic approach uh, and then to come back in and look at the day-to-day uh, -day issues that are uh, priorities or maybe priorities uh, for your force and for you and the reason I talk about the but and the however in the language that HMIC inspectors use is because first and foremost it's great to read through a pill report and you go wow that was a really good briefing that's a really good overview and I can see why Steve um, mentioned that and I can see why he's encouraged me to read it however that word, however, and but are two important things because it's very nice to read through a pill report. It's very helpful, it's very supportive. But it doesn't really tell you that much if you're not looking at it through a certain prism, a certain lens, and you're looking at it through the lens of a aspiring promotion candidate. So you are looking for areas of improvement highlighted and clarified, telegraphed for you, if you like, by the HMIC specters in their language. So as well as having read it and absorbed it and made any notes you want to, go back and read it again and look for every time it says, but, because generally there's a learning point there, but there's a future issue to be resolved there, or however, you've done this, however, there's more to be done. And those are areas where it's great to fire your, your kind of grappling hook of memory into to try and say, well, look, they're recommending that the force do this better, and here's the magic, here's what's important. How can I, as an aspiring promotion candidate, contribute to that particular issue? So addressing that up in promotion language for a forward-facing question, how will you contribute to our need to be more legitimate as a force? How will you help as a newly promoted inspector or chief inspector to manage and drive performance, one of your primary responsibilities? And the Peel Report can help you with that, to help you look at it, gain a perspective. And when I talk about the time travel perspective, I can say you can go right back on the Peel site to, I think it's about 2016. And the great thing about it then is there used to be a video on there, and you'll probably still see the videos. And underneath the videos is a transcript of the summary of how well your force was doing at that time. Now, I don't think they include the videos so much today. However, uh, the reports are still very useful. But what it helps you to do in terms of time travel is to look at where the force has been, look at where it is today, and look at where the force is going in future. And that's how it's quite supportive to you, or very supportive to you as a candidate, because it helps you even if you don't understand this, you can, and you've got the time, and you make that commitment to yourself to read the report, to work through it, to make some notes. Um, 
to kind of really elevate your self-awareness around what the issues and the challenges are facing your force. Now, if I look at, um, at a couple of the documents for you, so I'll take a quick look at them. I've only picked up two of them, so I've picked up the Greater Manchester Appeal Report for 2018-19, and as you can see, it just comes on, that's it, in a nutshell, the short version of it, and the Mets version. Uh, for the same year 2018-19 I think these were the last ones that were done so you're always operating a little bit in arrears and I think this process this year closes in around May of 2021 um, so they'll give the HMIC's observations and the great thing about this is it just goes through and does a summary of the, how effective your force is with some of the areas in which it can um, uh, improve so under effectiveness efficiency and legitimacy and they'll give a grading and the grading for forces are, requires improvement, uh, good or outstanding. Okay, so if you're looking at your force report and it's good, good, good all the way through those, great, your mission, should you choose to accept it as a promotion candidate, is to identify what you can do to help your force move forward to get that outstanding grade and to be part of the process uh, and the uh, systems and mechanisms and procedures uh, around how to do that. So raising your awareness and then making that commitment to get stuck into it. So if I look at one of these HMIC for um, the Met, uh, you have got the effectiveness and efficiency. Now, one of the great things that I like about this report is it's got a great little infographic on it, which summarizes your force in a nutshell. You've got a link to your policing plan and the priorities. So it's all in one place for you. And if you've got a lot of information around to prepare for a promotion board, it's very, very helpful to try and reduce it into a couple of sides of A4 or into one document or just four pages of a report so that when you start to build up some meaningful information to really elevate and raise your awareness, you can do it in a folder uh, which is made up of some succinct documents and notes that you've made and reports. So this little infographic in here summarizes the population in the Met here generally, 8.95 million people. Um, it talks about the percentage of uh, frontline officers on the work, on the um, on the front line compared to nationally. So in this case here in this report, 93% of the Met's uh, workforce is on the front line uh, compared to 92% nationally. Uh, it also tells you if you're interested in good candidates, do know the details, how much it costs in pounds and pence uh, to police your force a day. So again, it's just a, a way to really supercharge your awareness, even if it's just a quick briefing. And I have given this, uh, or uh, uh, directed, signposted uh, officers to their pill report, where they've perhaps contacted me in a, um, and, and admitted to having a kind of crisis of confidence ahead of a board. They haven't really done much. They freely admit they're winging it. They're under pressure, self-imposed pressure. Uh, they haven't planned. Uh, so together with a couple of other tips and guidance, I would always refer them very, very quickly to the force pill report because it helps you um, move forward. And I, I, for one, cannot comprehend people going for a promotion board without having looked at uh, information that's available like this, that's highly valuable uh, and helps you to link to what you will do. And that's really important um, as a um, as aspiring candidate to talk with the board. So if I look at some of the other issues, I mean, the same format is followed through. So the Met um, 
and in, in uh, GMP. So it's the same process. They inspect under those headings. Uh, Greater Manchester here, they've got 90% of their front line of their workforce on the front line compared to 92%. So there's some changes around 2.84 million people. Uh, and from this, it costs 57 pence a day to police Greater Manchester as opposed to 85%, 85 pence a day in the Met. Um, 2.84 million people versus nearly uh, 11, 12 million, uh, sorry, 9 million, sorry, in the, uh, in the Met, and it's unsurprising. So it's just some of the detail and some of the facts and some of the circumstances around policing um, in your force. So it's all force related. It's a specific bespoke force report for you, full of value uh, for you to look at. Uh, so have a look at it. But here's where uh, a lot of people, even then, when they do find it or stumble across it, uh, where they do tend to stumble a little bit more is where it comes back to um, the questions that are asked. So you will see a summary paragraph on each of the short reports under effectiveness, efficiency and legitimacy. And if you look very carefully, you'll see a little line that says view the questions asked. View the questions asked on legitimacy, on effectiveness. And when you click that, you open up a whole load of detailed reporting and this is the magic for promotion candidates and this is why I believe they find so much value in it because um, it's just full of little gems uh, and things to kind of park away in your mind and then to try and latch on to where you can help the force uh, work forward so what they'll do is they will highlight areas of concern so they're kind of the early indications that the early clues to those are the but and the however that you'll see in the uh, generic paragraphs for each heading. So once you've clicked on the view questions asked, it opens up areas of concern and it also opens up areas for improvement. Now the areas for concern are highlighted in red or a, a deep shade of pink, <laughs> not, not red for danger, but that's the kind of emphasis placed on it. And the uh, areas uh, for improvement are highlighted in yellow. And all they are is really to focus people in and go, well look, you know, these are the areas in which when we come back into force, we will be asking questions around and looking to see how the forces um, sought to tackle these and address these. And forces always get the chance to put some points of context. So if the HMIC come in and slate the force in a certain area, the force are able to address a couple of issues going on a minute. You may have forgotten this, you may have forgotten that, and we'd like to offer that in points of context. Um, and often when forces, uh, HMICs do come in, uh, with few exceptions, forces have generally um, moved to correct uh, and plug gaps that are identified. And all of this is a work in play. I mean, with 10 years of policing cuts, um, it's unsurprising that the, the, the seams are beginning to creak, if you like. Uh, so I don't know what this year's um, uh, process is gonna highlight, the inspection process, but it wouldn't surprise me if they're gonna be looking at areas that are increasingly under pressure and again if you look at the state of policing which is another report I think by Sir Tom Windsor you'll be able to gain an overview of where the police is creaking so unsurprisingly they find uh, in, in a different um, inspection that the police is starting to creak uh, and everybody knows that to certain uh, to a certain extent uh, but from day to day uh, police officers across the country across the UK deliver policing services um, services and uh, and many of them are still aspiring to go for promotion uh, so forces do get it all right in certain ways uh, but not all of the time and each force we've got 43 police forces or 55 or however many you want to count um, if you include some of the um, non-home office forces 
The point being is there's still aspiring cops within there who go for promotion. And so um, uh, police service in Northern Ireland, there's still an inspection, I think, and Garda Sicona, I think this, there is a, a legitimacy inspection, I think, or effectiveness inspection. You'll find them all on the Peel site. Um, Police Scotland, uh, the same. But you can learn a lot from the general issues discussed in other forces. So the Peel structure is, is a very good way for you to start looking through as a candidate some of the issues. So when you look at some, I'm just going to have a quick look at some of the, um, the issues that highlighted in the last report. So if we look at the Met's effectiveness, uh, one of the areas for improvement, uh, how effective. So they tell you the question they ask when they came in, they also tell you the questions they're going to ask next year. So there's a real good value in um, promote for, as a promotion candidate, wondering what they're going to ask and you can start aligning your own preparation and thoughts uh, and ideas and gearing them up towards that. But how effective is the force investigating crime and reducing reoffending? So some areas for improvement, they've highlighted a couple of bullet points. Uh, the force should ensure the availability of ABE, so achieving best evidence trained staff, uh, to provide vulnerable victims with the necessary support. So it's an indicator that's what the force might need to do to raise support there. Uh, the force should ensure regular and active supervision of the quality and progress of investigations. And this supervision should be properly recorded. Now, I'm looking at two forces here, so uh, GMP and, and the Met, but that issue of investigation standards, driving up investigation standards, setting, communicating and reinforcing investigation standards is a common theme that arises, not just in the Met or GMP, but across forces. It's almost like the issue, the problem, the challenge that, that's always there. And even when you get better, people move, people uh, get promoted, people move on, people retire. That issue of standards of investigation is always left there. So don't be surprised if you get asked a question around driving up standards of investigation. How will you ensure and manage or, or have an oversight of the standards of investigation on your teams? And what problems and difficulties and challenges might you foresee as a newly promoted leader in those areas? Well, if you've read the Peel report, you may well be able to A, allude to it, B, identify the issue or, or problem uh, or challenge in place at that time, and then perhaps strategically step back and go, well, look, you know, there, there is a broader issue or challenge around with that. I'm very well aware that it's something that needs to be kept in sight at all times. Um, so that's that's kind of strategic approach. And then from a, uh, a more tactical approach, you want to talk about the day-to-day -day issues of the process of investigation. So, you know, the instigation of an investigation, you know, what are the issues and challenges around that? Um, the initial investigation and the issues and points and steps and processes around that. Um, investigative evaluation. So we're, we're starting to work through the process of investigation where you can make a contribution to that issue highlighted in the Peel report uh, and to kind of get match fit and raise your knowledge around that, what the issue is, what the challenge is, how that links to the role that you're going for, and what you will do to help the force deal with its priorities and, and issues and challenges. So that, that's one point for areas for improvement, but it's something that raises its head across all forces, or many forces from time to time. So if you look at the legitimacy for the Met, one of the points there, to what extent does the force treat all of the people it serves with fairness and respect? Um, so under a couple of days, the force should ensure that it reinforces awareness of unconscious bias amongst staff and gives them regular access to guidance to help them make fair decisions with confidence. Um, another point, the force should make sure it appropriately trains all officers in safety officer safety techniques and the force should ensure that 
all its stop and search records are correctly supervised. So some bespoke issues to force performance there. Um, I mean, you can step out and look at the wider issue of unconscious bias training. Many organizations are not proceeding with that now because under scrutiny, it either hasn't been implemented correctly or it's just been uh, lip service to it. Uh, serious issue, but how is it dealt with? More importantly, what are your thoughts about it? How can you link to that and what you will do in the role that you're going for? So whether that's Sergeant Inspector or Chief Inspector, as I say, it's just food for thought that when you look at this, you know, ding, 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 there's some real areas that go off in your head uh, where you can start thinking about. Um, and then we've got a kind of cause of concern here under how well does the force ensure that its workforce behaves ethically and lawfully? Uh, so there's a cause of concern there uh, identified as the size of the vetting backlog uh, within the Metropolitan Police Service and it's a cause of concern uh, and it makes some recommendations there but I'm, I'm not going to go into those too much except to say that the, the strategic issue on the force risk registers sometimes of um, the, 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 the size and the scale and the scope of the vetting backlog um, is, a, is a big issue, you know, proper vetting of candidates for something so seriously, uh, so serious as the legitimacy of police officers that uh, costs money costs a lot of money and so you have to look at all the different ways that can be dealt with so that's just one issue there it's a big problem but forces often have to implement lots of different strategies in how they do that so for instance rather than vet everybody to a certain degree they'll vet certain people in certain posts where the highest risks are carried so that that is always reviewed and when people get promoted they'll they'll um uh, uh review their vetting if people go into high risk posts so um covert posts or posts that, that acquire or manage or direct a lot of resources, they will focus those those resources around that. So it's a big issue, it's something for the force to take on board, uh, but it's relevant to lots of forces or many forces, not just the Met, but certainly the bigger ones, uh, just simply because of the turnover. But again, it's a great piece of free information for you uh, that's arisen uh, or, or been kind of fed to you through knowing, uh, watching this video and learning about the Peel Report and what it can and can't do for you. Just gonna have a quick look at um, GMP effectiveness now. So um, how effective is the force at protecting those who are vulnerable from harm and supporting victims? So they ask the same questions of forces, but then they give the bespoke answer. So the cause of concern for Greater Manchester in this particular report at this particular time, so 2018, 2019, and they've probably been looking at it already to put it in place. Um, Greater Manchester is failing to respond appropriately to some people who are vulnerable and at risk. This means that it is missing some opportunities to safeguard victims and secure evidence at the scene and victims are being put at risk. And they make some recommendations there that the force should increase its use of strive within the control room to ensure that it appropriately identifies and responds to all vulnerability um, and the force should improve its response to calls for service and its initial investigation for all vulnerable victims. So there's that theme of initial investigation cropping up again from a different, slightly different perspective. Um, Areas for improvement, the force should implement its domestic abuse survey process without further delay. Um, and then a couple of others under legitimacy. Uh, how well does the force ensure that its workforce behaves ethically and lawfully? So it says here areas for improvement, the force should ensure it has a process for the workforce to refer and to discuss ethical concerns. Uh, there's some links to anti-corruption uh, units and resources around there, but the ability to be able to discuss that ethical concerns. So some forces have ethical committees and ways of dealing with those issues um, and do it very well, and others don't. Um, again, what does your force do? Have a look at your Peel report. 
how can you identify and get a grip of very quickly the issues that the force is looking to deal with now and in future over the next two three years and how can you make a meaningful contribution to that um, so the Peel report is just one uh, resource there are lots of others uh, I will I do a podcast I've got a new podcast where I'm discussing these issues from different perspective it's free um, and it's part of the, the free stuff so the free YouTube videos like this the free um, downloadable guides that I put out the free blogs that are on my site and so I always provide free information for people who are thinking about making that commitment to be their best on the day for a force promotion selection process. Um, everybody approaches that differently. I'm just trying to give you as much information as I can and signpost and direct and guide you to where, uh, because I've been there myself, it hasn't been available, uh, but I provide enough information there to ignite action because you're never going to get promoted if you don't take the action and all the while you're completely surrounded by free information so just signposting some of that to you is helpful um, certainly from the feedback I get and as you may well be aware if you subscribe to these at the beginning of the year I have said that I will mention a discount code for all of my uh, products on my masterclass video which is a four hour high definition uh, video that you can download straight to your phone or a digital promotion toolkit for sergeant or for inspector, chief inspector, um, RS guides 20 will get you 20% off any of those guides or bundles so that I'm doing everything I can to help you get to where you need to be uh, this year. It's working very well. Lots of people getting through their boards at the moment. Uh, I'll do some different videos on um, some summaries of their feedback to me. Uh, but this is the important stuff for me to keep on a roll. I started off at the beginning of 2021. I really want to keep that role going and then perhaps I'll review it at the end of the year. But I'm sharing with you these kind of documents that I help signpost and guide people to. And I'll be back with another video shortly. I hope you've enjoyed this one. Until the next one, take care. Thank you.